the Egg Sausage Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 57 of the Egg Sausage Podcast. My name is Gigi Nabyar. The lovely lady over there is the Dapper Dame. And tonight we have a special guest with us, Dragners. Welcome, welcome. He's a fellow Twitch streamer and content creator, and we're super happy to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. This is super exciting. Absolutely. Can you tell us? Um, I mean, I guess the first thing would be like, how did you pick your name? Because it's kind of Ooh. like a pseudo personality almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going right there, right? Okay, well, my real name, Kyle, um, I didn't pick that one. But my, <laughs> uh, but my username Dragners, yeah, I've actually had this name for so long. It's something I came up with when I was like in high school. No, probably even earlier than that. Maybe public school. Um, obviously had to do with dragons. Um, I'm a mm -hmm. dragon nerd. But uh, I, I don't. I'm not even sure exactly the origin was. I was just like trying to come up with like an interesting name that like spoke to me and i even remember not really liking it for a long time i just like i was just like oh i can't think of good names but this is the only one i can think of so i'm just gonna pick on this one um but eventually it just grew on me and now i'm okay with it <laughs> so wait is dragner's dragon nerd like how you said kind it? kind of that's kind of basically what it was <laughs> i didn't know that i like that <laughs> i do too so yeah like a dragon is like your channel mascot right mm-hmm mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. How did you like assign that personality to it? Even that is like a kind of weird roundabout story. So I, I did stuff on YouTube before, um, mm -hmm. before starting on Twitch and mm. there had a mascot, but it actually wasn't a dragon initially. It was a little like robot thing. Um, and it was something that I was doing with my, with my uh, partner at the time, uh, which is like a let's play channel. Um, and mm. it's like a little robot thing. I think we, we called it little gadget and eventually eventually we um i like i wasn't ever really like, into the robot and i had a friend who i loved like i loved her artwork and she always like dragons and stuff and i mm -hmm. asked her like hey can you just like draw me a cool dragon uh with these colors and she drew the first iteration of cog and i was like that is amazing this needs to like why have i ever done anything other than a dragon for a mascot <laughs> <laughs> and, i love that yeah that's perfect. I like your logo too, because it reminds me of like Mortal Kombat. Thank you. Actually, yeah, that's a good point. I, I don't think I've ever made that connection. Actually, so that was not really? actually not intentional. There's a, another backstory behind this logo, which is that it's based inspired by artwork I made when I was a kid, mm -hmm. um, which I actually have right over here. If you want to see it, um, mm. I know this. Yeah, not, they can watch it on see it or see it on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for the people on YouTube watching, take a little peek. Please don't be driving while you peek. <laughs> so I have this piece of copper artwork. Um, oh, like imprinted. Yeah, it is like a fifth and sixth grade, um, which is like something I drew and then imprinted onto it. And it was just like a, like a dragon circle logo. Um, nice. That's wow. really So you, this has been like a long time in the making, like your like brand. Yeah, yeah, it really has been um, completely unintentional. Um, like I never imagined like these different things. I just like, I guess when I was coming up with ideas i found these like different pieces of artwork or these different like bits and pieces that i'd made for myself over the years and i was just like yeah they can kind of go together and that feels i don't know it feels makes it feel kind of nostalgic with everything it's also That's very cool. like authentic instead of just like like commissioning somebody for a logo and they just come up with like some random thing you know and you're like oh i'll associate with that instead you right. like kind of took from you know like 
prior things and you're like well we'll just we'll reinvent this that's really mm -hmm. cool i love thank that you. thank you thank you yeah that's do you cool. do you ever feel like streamers put maybe too much effort into like coming up with a mascot or a logo or like a brand and they should just choose something that they love anyway and just like adrian said sort of like reinvent it and make it like cooler in a way like elevate it i think i think people can fall into a trap where they feel like they need to have certain things in order to like go somewhere or be something mm -hmm. uh, and maybe they can feel like they need to have that whether or not they are really invested in it um like i don't mm -hmm. think every channel i don't think every brand needs a mascot you know like mm -hmm. i don't think right. i don't think to be a, like a twitch streamer or anything or a youtuber you should have like an animal mascot that you that you like talk to or like have on your channel um obviously that is like some there's some popularity behind that like there's those stream avatars things that you can or whatever mm -hmm. it's called we can have like a little friend on the side of your screen and they say like that, hello uh, and whatnot yeah yeah um so definitely there is kind of like a interest or a desire to have something like that because it's easy branding i guess um but i don't think you need it like like dapper you don't have you don't have like a mascot or a single thing that is your except for like the aesthetic of plants but that itself is really cool and interesting I oh think. thank you yeah, exactly. I feel like, you know, I'm sure there's many other uh, streams that use dragons as their mascot, but you've taken it and you've made it your own thing. And that's really cool, you know? Yeah. Yeah, thank you. And I I definitely am always thinking about that idea of like authenticity or like, I don't want to just copy other things or the people. I try to, anything I do, I try to like iterate on or try to see if I can make it my own. And if I can't, then like, well, is it really worth bring it into my channel or bring it into my space. That's always something I'm always kind of thinking of. And maybe some creators, when they start off, they're not really thinking about that. They're just thinking about um, what kind of things do I need? And like, oh, maybe I need to pay for this logo and this mascot and like have all this branding. But I don't think you need all that when you start off for sure. Right. Oh God, no. When I first started, I didn't even know what emotes were. So like I knew what emojis were like on a cell phone. I was like, oh, it's just like a face with different expressions. But there's also categories. So there's mm. like food and animals and cars and like whatever. So that's what I did with my first emotes because affiliates used to only have three. And it was like tier one, tier two and tier three. So I made it a cat, a bee and a flower. Like I just picked random shit that I liked instead of having it like, I don't know, make sense with the channel. So it's evolved since then. But originally it was just random shit. So you can grow, trust me. The, the first project doesn't need to be it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think we all like circle around to the same sort of thing is just like just more of just doing it and then you'll kind of pick up the pieces as mm -hmm. you go along. You know, that seems to be like an underlying theme of like every time we talk to another, you know, either a content creator in general, but more so Twitch streamers that uh, are trying to find their their niche you know uh whether that be you know with emotes with their branding with a game that they're playing even you know mm -hmm. i mean all that so actually uh we should talk about what you play what do you what's uh tell us about like what your main passion is as far as like style of game yeah um that's a good question that's something i've been thinking about more and more like trying to figure out like what exactly is my direction i guess um sure and i would almost say that like i don't have a specific genre or a specific thing that i'm doing um, i would agree like i i like yeah i mean in terms of the genre games i jump between like uh like horror games rpgs like classic rpgs um like recently i was just playing super mario 64 since that came that came came out um what else was i playing i just played chrono trigger lion um, king 
Lion King. Thank you. Yes, I also just played Lion <laughs> King, <laughs> like on the Super Nintendo, um, which is way more fun than I thought it would be. Yo, but, I loved your Outer Wilds playthrough. And the Outer Wilds. I was thinking like there's another really good like newer game that I just played. It was Outer Wilds. Um, that was also phenomenal. Um, so I think in terms of what I do, I jump around a lot, but it's because it, it's more about for me just having a space to hang out with people. Um, right. So like a lot of my stream is actually like a good chunk of it. Maybe even half is just talking like in just chatting. Um, I'm starting to make playing guitar a more like frequent part of my streams as well. Um, in the future, cool. I want to do more art, that kind of stuff. But it's really, I don't know. I, I find what, what drives me more is like that kind of interaction with people, um, whether it's like trying to come up with games on stream to play with people or like interactions in chat. Um, I don't know if you have been to my stream when I had, when, when somebody's redeemed a Dragner snap or if you <gasps> Oh, heard of I that. wanted you to talk about this. So this is something <laughs> very unique to Dragner's channel. If you guys have ever played like that old Pokemon snap game, where, like you take a picture of like a Pokemon and then, I mean, I'll let you like finish the rest of it, but I've never seen that on anybody's channel. And like, you made this thing. Yeah, I, so I, I kind of recreated the Pokemon Snap, like take a picture and then have Professor Oak give you a rating in stream. And so at any point, some people can redeem using channel points. They can redeem to take a picture. A picture will be immediately taken of like my webcam. And then I can go to a different scene where like it shows a full like Professor Oak giving a rating. And, uh, you know, like, like it looks like it, like the picture's on the screen. I made some like animations and stuff. And this also kind of an interactive game because people can vote in chat mm -hmm. on like whether this has like a good pose or whether like the technique was good. And then Professor Oak gives you rating and there's a, lead there's a leaderboard. Um, I don't have any good prizes. It's just like a fun <laughs> thing to do, but it's like, yeah, you didn't lose. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't lose. You got some points. <laughs> Professor Oak went like, oh, wonderful. And you got that like. The satisfaction that you took a good picture or like a really awkward picture of me like doing a weird like face because i was mid-talking that's great doesn't the uh voting benefit the person voting as well yes um <laughs> so yeah the way that i have it set up like i try to encourage people to keep voting i like i count how many times people vote in chat and then when that mm -hmm. person takes a photo those votes the number of times they voted gets converted into bonus points so like just to it's all like positive thing right like you're voting for to raise other people up but then that also raises you up i um, love that yeah that's great um i just the nerd in me really wants to know what uh what was it programmed in what the mm -hmm. it's all javascript uh JavaScript it's all java okay yeah. yeah it's cool. um it's it's super janky <laughs> uh, <laughs> as, as long as it works tell you that. It, but it works it works yeah. yeah that's great i mean that's inspiring me to do something like that that's definitely cool definitely cool i want to like i for me personally just a, a little side note is like yeah i try to incorporate more like uh you know all of my programming stuff into you know either be streaming or you know a bot for for twitter whatever it may be you know hmm. definitely try to incorporate stuff like that and i love that you did that that's amazing i'm gonna have to check that out <laughs> yeah yeah um and yeah same for me like i I've picked up a lot of programming from like my education from my like grad work and also, I found streaming like a really, really nice way to like channel that in a really interesting way that I didn't like even expect when I started streaming. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, how long did it take you to even flesh all of it out? Or did it just kind of like it came to you, you wrote some like basic script and then like, here we go, we're off. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to 
like count how many hours I put into it writing because it, it was definitely built over time of just like mm. iterating, iterating. I mean, I got it working in about two weeks. Or I think it was just like, oh yeah, this is this is like working now. I can have it on stream. Cool. Um, definitely a lot of things I had to learn to make it work and like have a leaderboard to have like persistent memory and storage. Mm -hmm. Was it mostly um, like bug fixes, like after a little while? Like, oh shit, that broke. Oh yeah, 100%. I mean, that's, <laughs> whenever I'm programming, that's basically what it is. It's like, it's, I can get the basics of everything down and then it's just like, oh, well, it's not working great. So now I need to figure out what I did wrong and figuring out what I did wrong is how I ended up like, like finishing it. Sure. Okay. Cool. That's nice. really cool. I, yeah, that's super awesome. I wanted to come check that out. <laughs> um, speaking of your education, can you tell us what your degree is in? Oh, yeah. So I am currently in grad school for uh, psychology and neuroscience. Um, what? And, yeah, I'm, do <laughs> I'm doing like computational neuroscience. Um, uh, I'm not doing like clinical work, so I'm not useful for anybody. Um, is what I like to say. Like, I just do research. So I don't, oh. can't, I can't help anybody, but I'm really good at understanding. Like, I, I want to know what your problem is. I just can't help you about it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, that uh, works. <laughs> Are you using any programming to help that along? Oh, 100%. Like, I mean, it's not that like you need programming to do science, but it absolutely is helpful. Like, I program, yeah. I program my experiments. So I experiment on humans. Um, just like very dry lab stuff, like literally bring people into the lab. They sit down in front of a computer and they do stuff in front of the computer. And I program the experiment on the computer for to like run and collect data. Uh, all my analysis is done in programming. Um, all of it is, yeah, it's all R and Python and actually something called LabVIEW too, which is a very oh. weird programming language if you've ever come across it or know of it. I've yeah, I didn't, heard of it. I, yeah, I've never heard of that either. But I, I was gonna ask you if you use Python because it, it definitely helps to automate all like the boring stuff in a lot oh, of sectors. You know, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. All right, now that we've turned this into a nerd programming podcast, <laughs> <laughs> they finally had someone to talk to about it. He like, tried to talk to me about it, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, programming functions, sure. Yeah, like, I love when I like bring up that. stuff. Yeah, in like our regular episodes, I'll bring up something about like some project I'm working on. And Adrian's like, "Yeah, great, man. I mean, I'm I support you, but like over my head, you know." And I'm just like, "Okay, dang." Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, now I'm here. If you have any burning questions, you wanted to talk to somebody about like programming, well, um, certainly off the podcast, we won't we won't <laughs> bore you guys. <laughs> no, that's super man. rad though. I feel like the other thing that we like have to talk about because like your stream is structured around this is you and hi Selena mm. um, are like your co-streamers, but you don't stream together. Can you tell us like how that started? Like, did you guys st start streaming at like the same time? Yeah. So, I mean, the way that our like alliance kind of grew, um, I don't think we anticipated to be like so closely knit until maybe like probably through like, oh, this is really working. Um, mm -hmm. It honestly just started as like we were we we're best friends and we were supporting each other streaming. Uh, we both wanted to stream and we both like kind of recognized that in each other. So we're like, OK, I'm going to encourage you to stream. You're going to encourage me to stream. Um, and honestly, like two years ago is when we started like doing this, like encouraging people. And we were just like streaming Overwatch to like nobody, like basically to each other mm -hmm. um, as we were playing mm -hmm. and just, just like, a way to hang out. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that was like super on and off. 
And then last year around June, um, we were like talking more seriously and saying like, yeah, no, I really want to start streaming. Um, I gifted her Hollow Knight and she oh. was like, okay, I'm just going to stream that. And that game is a and, staple for you guys. Yeah. So that game like honestly started everything. Um, where okay. like she started streaming regularly and, and I started streaming regularly pretty much at the same time of like, okay, let's like, let's actually do this. And, mm. and then we just started like tag teaming from there. And uh, the reason we have a joint discord is actually because it was our hangout space. Like originally I made it, I made a discord. So like, like three years ago, so that me and four other people, friends could just like play Overwatch together, essentially. Nice. It was, like a, a tiny, tiny little like group message chat, essentially. And yeah, we just like use that as our discord as we're growing. And now we've kind of formed this like tight knit community that is like shared between us um, off stream. Um, but yeah, we like we co-stream, but we don't co-stream together, like you said. So we tag mm. team. I like I stream on one days and she streams on the other days and we just kind of go back and forth uh, with a pretty consistent schedule, too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen y'all like miss a day. If I happen to like wander online and like one of you guys isn't online, it's because you're having movie night in Discord. Yeah, pretty much. Just because it's Monday night. We took Monday nights off and they were like, oh, we need, but we need to do something on Monday night. Let's watch movies on Discord. <laughs> That's a good mm -hmm. idea. That's a really good idea. So would you say that the community was more built on the people of the community or the game or both? Yeah, that's actually a good question. So I think that kind of both. Definitely when you started mm -hmm. off, um, like the major people that we met initially was through Hollow Knight. So okay. our community started really as like a Hollow Knight community. Um, that's where we made most of our like initial connections. Um, if it wasn't for Hollow Knight, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't know Dapper, basically. That, that's that's oh, okay. our end for everybody, for sure. Out mm -hmm. of like, because connection to person means connection to other person means connection to Dapper. Yeah, right. because yeah. Uh, local snack was playing Hollow Knight and raided you who was playing Hollow Knight. And mm -hmm. then I was like, oh shit. And then like the next day, Selena was playing Hollow Knight. And I'm like, oh damn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, right. And and we know local snack from Piggle. And we met Piggle. Like, Piggle plays Hollow Knight. And we and we met Piggle because Piggle was playing Hollow Knight um, when they were like <laughs> first starting. So like literally it all comes down to Hollow Knight. Huh. So yeah. I'm totally in the dark. So for anyone else that doesn't know as well, explain what Hollow Knight is as far as a game. Oh, yeah, sure. It's a Metroidvania platformer um, hmm. where you play as a little bug and a little bug world, little bug kingdom. You go down into the caverns. It's like it's, it's very mysterious. It's a really cool like the art is beautiful. Yeah, like hand drawn artwork, uh, music that is phenomenal. Like I listen to the soundtrack daily um, while I'm working <laughs> stuff because it's just so good. And as storytelling very similar to dark souls in that it's not like in your face about it and it's very subtle um and you kind of mm. have to piece a lot of things together as you're going along but it's like very exploratory like you're just you're just exploring this kingdom um and you don't never know like where to go exactly or what to do but you just kind of have all these things like oh i can go back over there i got this ability now so now i can go check out that new area that i couldn't get to before oh okay so and there is like, like a lot of replay replayability oh within yeah. the game yeah hmm I've really also cool. heard that like people can be intimidated by Hollow Knight because it's a platformer and platformers mm -hmm. are not forgiving. But I've heard, I don't know if it was you or LSB that told me this, but like Hollow Knight will make you good at platformers. I would, I don't think I said that, but I would agree with that. It is okay. very, it's very friendly and like, it, it's, it's very forgiving, I think. Like it can be very challenging, especially the bosses, but mm -hmm. the platforming I think is not 
something that is super challenging. Not like something like Celeste or like Super Meat Boy. It's not that kind of platforming. Um, it's just, you know, if you fail, <clears throat> if you die, you come back and you try again. Um, and it ramps up the difficulty in a really nice pace so that as you're going along, you're getting better and better. And you're not discouraged because like, oh, shit, I got my ass kicked. <laughs> right. Yeah. And even if you like get discouraged in one area, there's always like other things you can go do. Um, also, it's not, not like, linear. Exactly. It's not It's not linear. You're not stuck. Nice. I, yeah, I think that's the thing that like scares me about games like that is the linear, like the linear progression that, that does happen. I want to be free. Like I want to interact with other things. You know, this I don't want to be. Are, you are yeah. very free in this game. It's cool. Um, and it's it's all about exploration. Like the part of it is mapping the whole world. Like you buy these, you buy these mm. little map scrolls, and then as you're exploring, you like reach new areas in the map, and then you go and sit down, and you see a character like write down in the journal like all oh, this map is, and then you can pull up your map, and you see like oh yeah, I explored all this new area, but look, there's like a like a place over to the right or left, whichever direction I'm pointing, that um, <laughs> that looks like I can go explore. <laughs> That's cool. That's awesome. I'm gonna have to check it out. At least watch a YouTube video about it. <laughs> Highly recommend it. It's. I mean, do, well, or or check out a stream. I mean, do you stream this? Yeah, yeah um, do you I stream it at least weekly or something. So I haven't streamed Holiday in a long time. Um, I have friends in my in our community that still do it, but they're doing, um, usually do like randomizers now, or they're playing like in the the end game DLC place, which is like a big boss rush area. Um, it would be neat to do like a from beginning playthrough of Holland again because it's been like a long time since i've done that hmm do people i mean is it possible to speed run a hundred percent it's possible to speed run and people i think the world record was like 20 between 20 and 30 minutes um, what it's ridiculous yeah how long is um, like uh, like your playthrough like how long yeah what's your average like i think 30, 30 to 40 hours is the red average um what? when you like aren't yeah oh, yeah I do it in 20 minutes dude that yeah, just makes me like Oh, cringe a little, but also I'm super impressed. My, I've, I tried speeding running it before, and I got just under three hours. Um, wow! And I had to use like a few like skips or exploits, like skip a whole bunch of the areas and get mm -hmm. like abilities faster. Um, so just like another thousand hours, and maybe we could get you like under an hour. Uh huh. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, I think I already can probably do it like under an hour. But there's one boss fight that is so hard to do. And even though I've like played this game for so long, I still can't do it. Um, for any for anybody who knows the game, it's the Watcher Knights. Um, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> so that's basically the major blockage for you to get a good time. Mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah. Mm. Is there a way to just keep replaying that boss fight so you could finally master it? There is a way to do that. Yeah. Um, okay. And it's, one of the DLCs is like gives you an area where you can just go to every boss fight and try over mm. and over and over again um, and even try like harder versions like you can try to do no hit on each boss fight oh yeah man have you ever seen people do like no damage runs of games oh my god yeah it's it's uh it's so impressive dude i watched uh thunder scepter 11 did a no damage run in oh i always fuck up the name of this game um jedi fallen order on Ooh. grandmaster difficulty no wow. damage that is that's so crazy to me. Like I, I always feel set like I'm a so world record for games. it. Wow. Yeah. Good for them. That's... I'm also clumsy. I'll like slip off a cliff and be like, "Wow, that was one life." <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I geez. mean, just the hourage 
I like I I just don't understand like how someone can be so dedicated, but at the same time, like I I kind of can. I don't know. <laughs> just the, the the repetitiveness of of doing something over and over and over. It's a level of psychosis. It's a mm -hmm. it, yeah. It's a level of psychosis. I'm sorry, speedrunners out there. You guys have some psycho in you. But like I I you get it to. though. Yeah, I I I for sure. But I also get it though because like when you actually master that thing that you were like stuck on it's a big rush it's mm. very satisfying so like i, I guess the, the payoff for that mastery of something and i mean you can think of it as like maybe you're like maybe similar to mastering like a skill like art or guitar where maybe you have like in guitar you have some like riff that you can't like really get down and, and then you nail it, it over and over and over again then you nail it and then you mm -hmm. nail it and it's like i've mastered that i can do that now hmm I, yeah, that's all right. That's fair. It's <laughs> like a simplified version of a very big task. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, okay. like for you to master that boss, that one boss, I'm sure you would get that feeling. But then you still have the rest of the game to literally master every single jump, move, mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. So there's all these like, it's like, I mean, you can break it down to these little bits and pieces like, oh, I just need to master this, this and this. Mm -hmm. um, but you're right. In the game, there's a lot of those little bits and pieces. Um, and I think that's a lot of speedrunners do, right? Like they will just like figure out all the different things they need to do and then just practice each one individually. And it makes it less daunting. Sure yeah, exactly. Just like break down the big problem to smaller, smaller problems until you can like, oh yeah, I just need to do this jump. And as soon as I get this jump down, I can go into the next problem. That makes sense. I, but I wonder like on average, how much are they spending hourage wise on speedrunning? Oh. You crazy know. amounts of time crazy have you ever amount. watched like linkus like his streams uh speedrunning wind waker like thousands and thousands of hours just to like get a couple maybe like a second or two like shaved off yeah and that's like the minute you know progression of that would drive me too crazy <laughs> but i guess <laughs> that second or two can give you the record so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially like it, I think what really drives it is like competition with somebody else who's also speed running it. And you're like, yeah. oh, I got to get it before they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a very niche community as well. I've noticed like you, you can really sort of build a following like fairly easy. Depend, I mean, depending on the game, too, I guess. But there's like speed running for almost every game, I feel like. <laughs> oh, when yeah. I was, yeah. Even when I was playing Lion King, um, I met somebody new while I was playing who was a Lion King speedrunner. That's um, yeah. Like why? Why Lion King? Like uh, okay. I mean, Lion King. I'm just. I'm actually like somewhat tempted to try to speedrun Lion King now as like a, a final like mastery of the game, so I can be like, yes, I've conquered this thing in my past that has like been hanging over me this my whole life. Hmm. Didn't you like not beat it as a kid? That's why you replayed it. It's pretty much what it was. Yeah, like I only <laughs> got to like the second level as a kid, um, and I played it a lot. And that game looked like, really hard for a child's it was, game. It's really it's notoriously yeah. hard if, as for a child's game. It's like one of I still maintain that it was like one of the hardest games that have ever come out. Um, like harder than a lot of modern games now, just because it's so unforgiving with all the jumps you have to make and and no save points and no save points. Yeah. So if you die, if you lose all your lives and lose continues, you right, go right to back to the beginning. Oh, wow yeah yeah it's, it's one of those it just <laughs> defaults crushing. yeah it just defaults to hardcore mode like you don't you don't get anything else pretty much <laughs> oh man so how do you how do you choose um the games that you're going to play next like do you have like a list like for example i'm a very like 
written list paper kind of person. So like I have a list of, I think like 20 games and then like five are like shortlisted because I want to play those like the most. Do you mm. have anything like that? Or are you just like, oh shit, this sounds cool. Let's play that. So I'm not sure what the best method for me yet is. I've been trying a few things. Like I actually do have a list. Um, Okay. Of like these are things I'm I'm planning to play in the future, but in my mind I like have a few games that I know like I want to play this next. Like for Halloween, I wanted to play Resident Evil Seven, and I wanted to play Bloodborne. Mm. Um, those are like two games. Oh, like, yeah, both I would, of those. I would love to like go through them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my um, gosh, you're brave. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, Resident Evil Seven is scary. Bloodborne is. I don't think it's that scary. I mean, no, but I mean. Spooky, I, but. like we've talked about like the spoon theory a couple times in this podcast i feel like both of those games are just very spoon sucking like they just take a lot of like mm. your your mental presence to get through so those two back to back for me anyways would be too much that's a good point i think i mean i i've played different dark souls games before and hollow Knight okay. is also kind of similar in this vein and just like i i find it weirdly calming or like it's it's not too devastating on my emotional state to go through like a Dark Souls games. And well, you're very even keeled. Like I've never seen you get like heated or like pissed off at a game. Oh yeah, I I don't usually actually get like mad at games or I don't rage at all. Um, mm -mm. You'd be like, I'll, oh like, man. Yeah, I like kind of play it up. Be like, oh, I just I need a second kind of thing. But I'm usually <laughs> fine. <laughs> oh jeez. I mean, coming from Overwatch, I'm surprised you don't get triggered. <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, I Overwatch does like push me sometimes, but it's usually the other people of just like this person is just mm. like, the worst kind of person I don't want to be around. Yeah, that's um, true. I think that's where you do get the rage from. You know, yeah. it is those team composition games like League of Legends or or whatever, where you're kind of forced into playing with these random people and they can just fuck off and Mm -hmm. totally ruin your game no matter what you do <laughs> yeah so um, no good for yeah. you though <laughs> that's awesome though i mean yeah <laughs> are you excited for resident evil when you start it um i'm probably gonna start it this week maybe i start Sunday tomorrow or... and i'm sweating oh, about it tomorrow? okay yeah Ooh. i want to see speed runs <laughs> resident evil 7 yeah i actually don't i don't know what to expect i've never seen I've never seen like most of the games. I don't really know what to expect from it. Me neither. I've seen fun. a couple of the movies. I've played none of the games. Oh man. I think even from the other games, this is like a different like experience from what yes. I understand. Yeah. I see. Played I, some I of that, like, right? uh, well, I played the two remaster and that was like, that was just more of like a nostalgic for me type mm. of, you know, type of game. But uh, even even the remastered had some cool speed runs that I was just like, how? I don't understand. Or like no damage runs. How? I, I don't I don't know. And this is all like on hard mode. Like, it's so crazy. Yeah, it's I so saw crazy. you play a little bit of it and you basically just get like, like, isn't there zombies in that? And like, they're just like coming after you like a lot. Um, so no damage runs would be crazy. Yeah. yeah. I, I started the game on the hardest mode, and so it's two hits kill you, if I remember correctly. So, I mean, after one hit, you're pretty much in the danger zone, so you better have a plan. <laughs> you know, it's it's nutty. But no, I, I'm super stoked for... So both of you guys are playing Resident yeah. Evil 7 starting tomorrow? Um, or this week, yeah, rather? This week, I guess. Okay. Both of us. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Oh, um, man. I guess we'll have to. I guess you're going to start first, so I'll, I won't be able to watch your stream. Um, mm -hmm. 
but I'll be able to watch yours. <laughs> yeah, how does I'll, that work I'll out? You guys, you. Yeah, how does it work out when you guys are, you know, basically wanting to support each other by watching each other's stream, but they're playing a game that you haven't played and you don't want any spoilers? Oh, that's, that's tricky. A good question. Yeah. Um, because yeah, like I like to support people, but there are definitely times that like, oh, I really want to play this game and I know I am planning to play this game, but you you're playing it right now. Um, usually I will still lurk, but I'll just not pay much attention to the mm -hmm. actual game. Like I'll I'll be there for the conversations. Um, yeah. But when the game starts, I'll kind of I'll be lurky, basically. It's it's really nice um, when streamers like you uh, or me and Dragners have. Um, I said you and pointed to your camera. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we have like this like just chatting at the beginning, so like it doesn't matter what we're playing that day like i can still come and hang out for like at least an hour until like mm -hmm. the actual gameplay starts so i don't feel like i'm missing out too much because i have to just like not be there at all um but yeah it, it is a little bit easier when like one person is ahead of the other and then right. like, at least one person could like bounce in and be like oh i'm so excited you know that's yeah. what i'm gonna be like for you and be like <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> are you are you guys doing any like Halloween costumes or like Halloweeny type things? I know most people on Twitch like they'll play at least like a spooky game and that'll be like their Halloween participation. But like any other, I'm, I don't know. I'm gonna plane? do some decorations. Yeah. Um, yeah. I haven't done any yet, but I have like some like webbing and stuff I was gonna throw on my shelf and mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Um, I did a lot like last year. Uh, I'll probably also make my lighting like spooky reds and oranges that kind of thing. Uh, okay. Also, also, I I bought some dragon wings at the suggestion and uh, donation from a friend. Okay. So I have I have actual dragon wings I'm gonna wear for as a costume. Uh, with, on uh, you with, or on your chair? On on me. Oh, my chair. Actually, that's an interesting idea too. I didn't think about that. Um, I've, thinking, I've seen one girl that has me. like big like bat wings on her chair because it's like part of her brand. So I didn't know if you were like gonna wear them like on yourself. I was gonna wear them myself and just try to figure out how I was gonna sit in a chair with big with wings on. <laughs> Yeah, either either way, I hope they're just obnoxiously big and they're just oh, knocking they over shit as you're moving back and forth. Just swivel a little yes. bit and it just like squeaks the shelf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's essentially what's gonna happen. Are they the same color as uh your mascot's wings? They are blue, yes. Nice. Yeah. Do they have like the spotting and whatnot that Cog does? They don't have the spotting. They're like I think they're, they're named like ice dragon wings, so they were mm. they're like the closest color I could find. Um, there weren't many okay. options. Uh, Are you gonna like really cool to add to it? That's a good question. Um, possibly. I don't really have the paints to. Well, do I have the paints actually? I'm not sure. I'd have to look up the paints that I would need for that and see if I actually have those because I have minifigure painting paints. But I'm not. I sure don't know I what kind of paint phone. that isn't that yeah. like oil paint. Yeah. You know what? I can't remember anymore. It's like it's like a water-based acrylic. Okay. I think. With like thinner in it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So wait, the wings are foam. I was picturing like those like child wings that have like wire and like netting on them. That's totally what I thought it was going to be, but they're like it's a high-quality foam with some like support beams inside. Um, you got like cosplay wings. Yeah, I got actual cosplay wings. Oh my god. Yeah, That's I was sick. expecting like little plastic things, but no, they were like full-on full-on cosplay wings are they like fully extended like bat wings yeah, oh. yeah they're like they're like <laughs> <laughs> like, Hell like yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Wings yeah. band. Yeah. Oh my God, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very I, curious to see how this works. Me too. Me too. Um, I, I did a, it's because I did like a 12 hour stream a few weeks ago, of like celebrate 500 followers and, and like mm -hmm. a building comedian stuff. And when I'm on the cusp of a thousand now. And now I'm on the cusp of a thousand. Yeah. Um, Wait, which is crazy to me. Back up. So what was this? Explain what was that? What was it for? Oh, uh, so originally the stream was for like reaching 500 followers on, oh, okay. on Twitch. Um, but I had to wait a little bit because I, I was also moving at the time that I hit that. So I delayed okay. the stream till like September. Um, and now I'm like close to a thousand. So I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do for then. But oh. during this during this hype stream, um, I had like bit rewards. And one of my friends who came in uh, like linked this these wings to me like, hey, you should get these wings. And I said, all right, I mean, they cost this amount of money. If you donate, if, if I get this amount of money in donations, sure, I'll do it. And I did. And now I have them. Oh, man, <laughs> those incentives, though. Yeah. You yeah. got to be yeah. careful. Like, do I really want this in my life? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Worth. Oh, well, con I'm congrats excited. on almost a thousand. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. How did you how did you feel during a, a 12 hour stream? Have you done longer than a 12? No. No, that was the longest stream I've ever done. Before then, I'd have done at most like seven hours. Um, mm. And it was pretty fun, I have to say. I'm not sure if I could do much longer than 12. I was pretty, pretty tired at the end of it. But, um, but yeah, it was really cool. Dang, I was really hoping to recruit you for Extra Life. <laughs> oh, Ray does 24-hour yeah. streams. We're, we're like a little over a month away. I'm sure Adrian and I will do a pre- and post-episode like we did, <laughs> like last, did year. last year mm -hmm, yeah mm -hmm. and we'll talk about it more but uh y'all and terry were torn up <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was a good time but if uh, honestly like i tell people as well like even if you can do 12 uh it's still towards a good cause i mean it's, it they're just the backing up of, of the gaming community and twitch more specifically for extra life the game day um is awesome so it's just like another avenue of doing something really awesome via gaming and streaming so have you mm -hmm. ever done a fundraiser of any kind dragners so, so no i actually haven't um and okay. i have been i have had my eye on extra life and i've been thinking about like oh maybe i will do something for that um yeah i haven't yeah. done one either and i'm i don't know i feel like weird about it because like there's this weird like streamer brain thing that's like what if I set a goal of like a hundred dollars and like, I don't reach it, you know, like, do you yeah. feel like defeated or do you feel happy that you did raise something or, you know, like, especially if you're putting 24 hours of your time into it, you, I don't know. Yeah. I, I understand. Mean, that too. Yeah. Um, I think that overall is as long as you raise, like if you raise something and whatever you raise is probably worth it, you know, that's true. That's, and that's I mean, what I've been kind of like telling myself as I've been thinking about it, like, like, oh, even if I don't raise that much, it's still, still nice to support in that way. That's true. Yeah. I have to, like, get past that, um, I don't know, self-validation that comes with it. Because, like, you do see some people who, like, do a charity stream and it just, like, gets blown out of the fucking water. And you're like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And you have to just, like, not compare, I guess. Yeah, that's the, that's the hard part. And I totally, I, I relate. Absolutely to mm -hmm. that struggle of like high, like not comparing to other people and other like the six like on a platform like we all your share success. yeah yeah mm -hmm. you have to be careful not to weigh your success against other people i think um because we all are kind of doing our own thing and even though we're on the same platform like we, it's not the same i think mm -hmm. there's all these different circumstances behind each person and what they're doing and whether sec whatever success or failure they have 
For sure. For sure. Do you think Extra Life would be like a charity you're potentially interested in? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I've had friends who did, I know friends who've done Extra Life before as well. Um, and it's always been, like, I think the charity itself is pretty good. Um, mm -hmm. I'll definitely have to, I definitely need to go and like read more myself to make sure I fully understand what the charity is. Um, like, I, I just know from like the brief descriptions I've been given from various people. Yeah, that's where I think I get hung up too, is, yeah, like just doing your research to make sure that you know that um, like no information is going to be like catch you off guard uh, later on, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like if someone pops in your chat and you're like, did you know? And be like, well, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that could totally happen. So I, I like to be as prepared as possible for all scenarios. This is how my brain functions. Yeah. No, same. <laughs> sure. yeah i'm a, i'm just a big advocate for it though i mean this is my seventh year and i'm always trying to get people mm -hmm. on board especially this year because of covid and like we're doing it remotely we used to have this like badass venue you know we had like 50 plus pc players and like board gamers and the whole thing and like and a snack you know, runner yeah it was it was amazing the setup we had and like it breaks my heart that we can't all be together for this but I mean, we're going to have like a couple of people over at my house, for example, and then everyone's going to kind of be remote and we're just all going to be cheering each other on. So nice. I don't know. We'll see. We'll That's see what awesome. happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I think I think this would be like a good year to to sort of put your put your uh, put your foot in the door for extra life anyway. And then maybe I, I don't know where you uh, reside at, but you could Canada. look into like, oh, OK. Canada. Yeah. Yeah. We'll look at like your local cities, you know gaming groups and see if they run like a local LAN or anything like that and get involved mm. with that because I'm telling you right now the camaraderie that like happens at these sort of you know events like you you might find yourself being up and gaming longer than 12 hours easily you never know so that's so interesting I, I haven't thought about that aspect of it of, of I guess the group aspect of um, behind these uh, charity events uh, yeah I'm, yeah it can Keeping... feel like a like a one man show if you just do it at your house by yourself. Oh my gosh, yes. That was my first year, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> I raised like I don't know, maybe like 75 bucks, you know. <laughs> but of course each year you sort of like you 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 get that more incremental goal going on mm -hmm. and I think mm -hmm. uh I think I'm going to get real wild this year and shave my eyebrows if I raise $1000. <laughs> wow <laughs> so whoa <laughs> actually wow. wax wax them not shave them wax okay. them yeah that's <laughs> on stream painful on stream <laughs> yo I, I know that this is like back in internet history but there was once where ray gave busted junk a haircut <laughs> and, <laughs> and he tried to like shave the side of his head because he had like like a samurai bun type deal where like there's only hair on top and he went to shave the side of his head and oh man it looked like the state of oklahoma like it just it's like like a like a a box with a stick coming off of it like it just oh god so oh. I'm just picturing something like this happening between like you and Recycle Bin Hero or something. Definitely. Yeah. I'm I'm super excited. I think we'll we'll be able to do some goals, some donation goals this year that we weren't able to do at the venue, like a pie in the face or something oh, so like you that. Can't make like, a mess in like their studio. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> but 
but going back to the whole yeah the whole like community thing you know it's it is nice to have a friend or even a new friend you know to your left or right that's gaming and you you're, you've been going 14 16 18 hours and they're there to be like hey man keep going and then you're doing the same for them you know and it's it's just this whole thing so i don't don't count yourself out for more than 12 hours that's all i'm saying okay okay <laughs> i consider that did you run into that at all when you did your 12-hour stream of like oh man i'm starting to like hit a wall or like i could use just like a high five right now i actually didn't know um it was actually it was pretty positive and like i had a, I had the same good energy all the way through um good. i like i really planned for it like i had some i actually i'd Overplanned for it. I had more things I was going to do that I didn't have time to do. That's a good um, thing. Yes. Yeah. I and I, it was a mixture of like, um, you know, a game, uh, something else, and even like my my schedule ended up getting like moved around because I had a like a reward for watching, um, or for doing like Twitch things. Another reward for for reading some old, really cringy fan fiction that I had written when I was in high school beautiful um, yeah yes so, like, it about? That... yes uh, do you really want to know yes <laughs> well at least like the headline was it like harry potter or like was it something else yeah give us the synopsis okay it was aragon okay mm, so, very dragons. specific <laughs> very <Yep>. specific <laughs> yes <laughs> and it was um like post story like a, a new adventure for them to go on kind of thing mm. oh okay um, okay like outside of all the other characters except for Aragon and Sephira, uh, Aragon's dragon. Yeah, okay. was there a main character? <laughs> um, I I didn't have a writing character. No, I I wrote in like a the only like original character I added in was a wolf. Um, okay. Oh. Yeah. Which nice. I guess I mean a lot. Of, I know a lot of fan fictions will write like character as themselves yeah story. yeah and then they'll almost like write it how they want it to like play out you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the main thing is though did the community love it i think so I... <laughs> <laughs> or at least had a good time exactly yeah, at least for time. the lulls <laughs> yeah for the lulls yeah that's amazing that's amazing <laughs> oh man so uh to switch gears a little bit what is the what's what's your most favorite part about your community what the what kind of is like the driving force behind what, what's the stream yeah, yeah yeah what's the glue um i mean what i would say is the most like exciting my favorite part of the community is just how nice everybody is that's very true is, but like like our community and our discord server everybody <laughs> that we've like have gathered around us are just so wholesome and nice and Everybody says good morning to each other. Everybody like is always there to support each other. That's the cutest Everybody... thing when you pop into chat and you just get seven like ads of like, hi, mm -hmm. how are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really much like that. It's um it's super positive and it's like really become like my second home, essentially. Um, like going to the Discord is like a part of my daily routine. And that's amazing. Maybe spend too much time there, but maybe <laughs> maybe at the same time, maybe not enough. Maybe I need to spend more time there because they're everybody's super awesome. You could be spending that other time on social media platforms <laughs> and rotting your brain. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Being on Twitter. Ew. Right. Ew. Oh, I always God. like think about being on Twitter and then I, I go to make a post and I'm like, oh, I don't really want to be here though. Yeah. Okay. It, it, Twitter's the biggest catch 22 for us content creators because it is a way to, to reach a lot of people very easily, but it's also 
so easy to run into like toxic corners of that platform. Right. Yeah. I that's why that I, thing. that's why I like your discord is because you kind of cultivate it from your community. You know, mm -hmm. it's not yeah. just going like to anyone that you don't know. It's like people who already know you, who want to like know everybody better. So I love being in your discord. It's so fucking cute. Oh, I'm going to join it after this podcast. Yeah, please feel free. <laughs> We do, we're like doing more and more activities together too. So if you like D&D &D, or if you yeah. like movies or if you like chess, we got all this. Yeah, they got little chess tournaments and shit. I'm like, oh my gosh, I learned chess. <laughs> Drag, are you just beating everyone in chess? Are you bullying people in I'm chess? I'm not the chess, I'm not the good chess person. Um, okay. I'm, I mean, like, and I'm like, I'm super, cl I'm clumsy at everything I do. I'm, I'm like a huge klutz and like at <laughs> video games specifically. So like at chess, I'm so bad at like, just making the wrong move after spending like five or ten minutes thinking about it <laughs> it happens so many times sure um, but our our chess is more like we're learning so selena is also learning um like it, it's more it's more come from her streams that so she's been doing chess streams um for like the last past few months now and a lot oh, of people really? come from those chess streams yeah and a lot of people have come and have been like you know we can give chess lessons and we thought that was so cool so huh. a lot of times just weekly on saturdays we will have some people uh, pop into voice chat and show like demonstrations or like teach some techniques or some like starting moves, that kind of thing. Uh, so it's very much like an educational, like learn, come here and like learn and get better with us. I love that. I really, really love that. <laughs> Cause I mean, I think it's one thing to like have, you know, a really positive, wholesome community and that's great. I love that. I want to cultivate that, but I think it's just adding that layer of education in there while also being those other things is like, that's top notch stuff. So um, if I remember, I'll also leave the discord link in the show notes. So you guys, if you'd like. Yeah. Thank you, please. And yeah, anybody who wants to come by and, and hang out, absolutely feel free. We're yeah, a very welcoming community. You'll get like tons and tons of ads as soon as you come in. <laughs> yeah like be prepared to hang out for at least five minutes <laughs> right <laughs> that's awesome yeah I, I know for me personally um being hosted by you the other night uh everyone was awesome and like you were playing a game not even really close to the genre of what i was playing and people were still mm -hmm. like oh my god this is awesome you know like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. amazing just wholesome you know like we were being positive with the lulls is what I like to do, you know, and it was, it was awesome. Yeah. I really appreciate it. And yeah, just, yeah, it was super fun. Beautiful um, community. And I think too, like actually going back to your question about um, like what I like to play, like I, my philosophy for streaming is always that it's actually not for me about the game. It's, it really is more about like interacting with people and talking to people. Mm. Um, so I think that like, yeah, a lot of people in our community are very, very used to just jumping between different stuff because it's we're there for the person we're there to mm -hmm. hang out with you yeah that's kind of, yeah that that was kind of the basis of the question is like do you feel like you're building the community off of the game or you're just building mm -hmm. the community off of the people itself and i think that the latter should be the way yeah i agree and i know like you know everybody's people stream for different reasons and there's no yes. like right or wrong reason to stream if you want it, if you want to stream for the game for the game you're playing that is absolutely valid and awesome yes and yes. that's so, super cool. Uh, but everybody has different like ideas or like reasons of why they stream or why they want to be streaming. Mm -hmm. And I've just, at some point I came to, to the realization or conclusion that it's just like, it's not for me, it really isn't about the game. Um, it doesn't matter what I play, um, except for the fact that I 
it should be a game that is interesting and that I enjoy playing it. Of course, but it's, yeah, but it's yeah, <laughs> but it's really just like a, a vehicle or a way for me to hang out with people. Yeah, it's it's like real easy for new streamers to get trapped in like the whole oh my god, this game is hot right now. I'm gonna stream it, and you're basically this little guppy in in this huge sea, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and you're like you might be passionate about the game or whatever, but like it's still so hard to build when you don't even you you can't even get that like little recognition, you know. Oh so. yeah. It's like when Fall Guys first came out or now it's like Among Us is just starting to die off, you know? Like when mm -hmm. it when it hit it's like peak, you know, and you look at your your live channels and like nine out of ten people are playing that game. Um I think at least four of those people are playing it because it's popular, not because yeah. they're super interested. Yeah, right. For sure. Um, and I personally try usually not to follow trends like that. Um, just because like I, there definitely isn't like an element of oversaturation with categories on Twitch. And I think this applies yeah. to any kind of content creation, right? Like YouTube too. Like Let's Plays are super oversaturated. There's lots and lots mm. of Let's Plays. And especially for a specific game, if that game just came out, there's going to be a lot of videos about that th same thing. Um, it's going to be very hard for your your content, whether it's a Twitch stream or whether it's a YouTube video, to get any traction when exactly you're a little guppy in a giant sea of other guppies doing exactly the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But there definitely is like a sweet spot for games that have a following or have a community or interest that have people streaming it but it's not oversaturated. It's right. not like 10 pages deep and then you get to the right. people below 100 viewers. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you have to find like the, the delicate balance of that, you know, because I mean, there are games, like I've even encountered this, you know, like really niche games where I had people like coming in just off of the browse page and once I was done playing that game and I would put a considerable amount of time, you know, maybe three weeks to a month into a game or whatever and then they would never be seen again. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, and like, that, those are. Happens. I think those are viewers that are there for the game and not for the community, right? Yeah. And I mean, that's always going to happen, right? I mean, and it, that's also valid. Like as a viewer, mm -hmm. if you if you're only there for the game, that's totally your call. Like, yeah. if you're playing if you're playing Undertale, a lot of people are going to come who just love Undertale, and they're probably not going to stick around after you stop playing Undertale. Ah, uh, I want to play really that game so bad. Game should also play undertale undertale is amazing i've heard the community can be pretty spicy about it though you're make sure that your mods are ready to um instaban spoilers yeah because <laughs> undertale specifically like cultures or cultivates people who cannot help themselves oh. for love of anything they just they just need to spoil absolutely everything it's yeah, there's, there's some games like that. Uh, like I've heard like uh, Doki Doki Literature Club is another one. There's like a mm. main thing about the game. And even if it's like part of the community or a troll, like if you just pop in and you say that, like the game can be ruined. Um, so there's just, mm -hmm. you just got to be careful. Yeah. And it's a mixture of people who like absolutely are just kind of malicious and want to ruin the game for the people, but also people who are excited the game and are excited about the game and just yeah. they just can't help themselves you know they just need to tell you like oh there's a boss coming yeah and... <laughs> oh man i hate the preemptive <laughs> yes, bit yes. it's not a spoiler but now you're like bracing because mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. what would have caught you off guard in the game intentionally is now like oh <laughs> that's that really is the worst um definitely when selena was playing Hol uh, not holiday selena was playing uh, undertale a few months ago and that's the most time i've ever had to like ban people and mod 
people. It's just like, oh man, so many people. Constant timeouts. <laughs> yeah, constant what's, time. <laughs> what's what's like a rough number of bands for for that time? Oh god, it was like, like I want to say like between five or ten people a stream. Wow, at least per stream. God. Wow. Yeah. Of like, well, like maybe maybe a mixture of deletes and bands. I don't maybe maybe not yeah. all. Yeah, but it was like, I was sucks. constantly feel like... reading. Yeah. I feel like people who are like in that community and you know that they're not just doing it to this one streamer, you know? Oh yeah. There's some people who absolutely just go and pop into stream to stream and do this. Yeah. 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 I would hope that they would learn. Like, don't you just want to make friends? Mm -hmm. We're nice people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let that be a lesson for you guys. Don't ruin it for the streamer and others. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Sit on your hands, Mm -hmm. yell at your screen. Yeah, exactly. Sit on your hands. I know. I know it's hard. Like I feel it too. When I'm watching Undertale streams, I'm just like, you just got to jump. You just got to jump over that thing. Oh, dude. Or like, you just got to get the thing. But no, you just yeah. let the when streamer. You... Yeah. When you yeah. played Outer Wilds, like, I knew everything <laughs> that was going to happen. Um, but I had to, like, pop in and say hello and then say nothing for three hours because I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> and I appreciate it and thank you. Oh, it's, it's really hard, though. It takes a lot of self-control to not just be like, please, Kyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just do this thing. Just just go in there. <laughs> fly into the black hole again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, while you guys are now unplugging your keyboards so you can't spoil a stream, um, would you like to give uh, any plugs before we uh, we wrap it up? Tell us where we can find you at. Oh, yeah. Um, well, you can find me at... Uh, dragners at twitch tv so twitch tv.com no twitch.tv slash dragon and uh, our discord server which is the octopus and dragon the octopus and, and dragon because of selena and myself and we'll have those links below yeah well thank you so much that was such an easy hour talking to you yeah thank you that, this was super fun yeah we i could have done way talking. more <laughs> yeah 100 percent. I'm, I'm ready to just like keep talking <laughs> yeah oh maybe we'll have to have you back again sometime yeah I would love that Okay. That was great. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, definitely go check out Dragners. I'm a part of their community. I can vouch for them. It's amazing. Um, you should definitely go check them out. And it's with a Z at the end, right? It's with a Z at the end, yes. Dragners. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We do put out episodes every single Wednesday. You can find us on Spotify, YouTube, anywhere that you can find a podcast. Consider supporting us on Patreon. It's only a dollar and it goes a long way. And we'll see you next time. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye, guys.